Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Everything is Black and White podcast brought to you by Chronicle Live, bringing you the latest insight on everything to do with Newcastle United. You can find us on iTunes, Acast, Spotify or most podcast providers. Hello and welcome to Everything is Black and White podcast. It is Wednesday the 7th of August. It's just gone 2pm. I'm joined here by Lee Rider and we're just going to bring you a quick transfer update. Obviously the transfer window closes tomorrow, that is the 8th of August. The window closes at 5pm, which is good for us. It means not a late night as usual. But Newcastle United aren't yet finished in the window. Obviously they've brought in three. They've brought in Joe Linton, Alan St. Maximum and Dretro Williams on loan. I'm here, like I say, with Lee Ryder, who broke the story a few weeks back that Newcastle were interested in Emil Kraft. It's one of those that's gone on quite a while for the, the right back, but it looks as if it's coming to a positive conclusion for Steve Bruce. Well, it looks like he's you know definitely agreed some terms. Uh, whether he gets through the medical, we'll, we'll wait and see. But it's one position that you know Newcastle for a while have been looking to improve both full-back areas. They've done that now. They've got Willems through. Uh, on one side, if they get Kraft on the other, that'll offer a bit more balance. Um, could signal the end of the road for Jamie Sterry one way or another. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, he's a player who really, if we're being honest, um, he'd been a promising player, but has he been completely managed the way he should have been? You look at his uh, game history one game at crew last year he hasn't had, he, he did have injuries of course we've got to take that into account but you know there, there's players of his age who have got 20 30 40 50 games under the belt and they've been a better position to get a, a better move uh, in this window so you know well, it could be then the end of the road we'll have to wait and see now over the weekends obviously after the Sayan game it was in that Steve Bruce obviously was looking for the right back we all knew who that was any other suggestions I mean talk of it of another midfielder they've been linked to the to the uh, Leon I think midfielder Thiago Maia um, is, he, is he one that you think is on the radar are these just names that have been plucked out I mean the French media like to pluck out names and throw them at clubs especially the likes of Newcastle but are Newcastle in the, in the market for, for anybody else other than, than Kraft when you look at the mid, you look in the central midfield area and they're the, the oversubscribed really I think You've got potential starters against Arsenal. You've got Shelby, Longstaff, Hayden. Now, unless Hayden really stamps his feet and gets a move on deadline day, uh, they would be the, the three stars. But then you've got you've got Key as well. He's he's obviously you know he came here play first team football. Hasn't happened to him. You've got Jack Callback who's desperate to stay, uh, and you've got Henry Savier as well. So you've got six central midfielders on the books. One of them has surely got to go on either today or tomorrow uh, to make squad space because otherwise they're not going to get a squad number. You're going to have them, one of them sitting training just as a squad player, you know, coming in um, every day just to work and not play, which is not what you want. But um, 
I would be surprised if they get a if a midfielder comes in and, and beat someone you know doesn't leave. So we'll have we'll have to wait and see on that. Also, over the weekend, obviously Bruce did say that he wasn't looking to bring any strikers in in terms of I think he was meaning permanent kind of cash signings, um, but. He also hinted that he would really like to work with Dwight Gale. But that rumour of Dwight Gale and Leeds or Stoke um, still hasn't gone away. You're in a stand, though. I mean, is Dwight Gale set to stay on Tyneside, do you think? Well, as it stands, he, he will stay. But the only reason he'll go is if someone can come up with an absolutely astronomical offer. And I'm not just talking a fee of 15 north of 15 million. Um, I'm talking about he's. he's wage packet because he's on a very good deal with Newcastle United and someone would have to come in and you know offer him the type of deal where he could say right that's going to see me out of my career now it would have to be a good three three or four year deal on seriously good money and to be honest if he if he did get that he's probably earned it on, on what he'd done with West Brom last season um, but is he happy at Newcastle yes wanted to stay um, new at the end of the season that he was always going to come back up and give it another another go so unfortunate to get injured in pre-season training uh, calf injury picked up in a training game in, in Nanjing hasn't played hasn't kicked a ball since hasn't got any pre-season minutes under his belt really unfortunate for him so he's not he's now playing catch up um, but Steve Bruce likes him he tried to sign him a few times with various clubs in his career and uh, now, you know, you'll get that. You'll get an opportunity if he stays. Definitely. Uh, sadly for him, hasn't got the number nine shirt. So it'll be interesting to see. Knowing Dwight Gale, he's got a bit of a sense of humour. Be interesting to see what shirt he comes up with. If anything weird and wonderful, we'll have to wait and see. But look, I think he's a, he's a decent player. He, he works hard. He he likes being at Newcastle. He loved wearing that number nine shirt. Hopefully, there's a you know a good season ahead for him. Kieran Clark was the other one that was mentioned leaving, but I think again Steve Bruce kind of said not unless it's a kind of a massive bid because of the injury to Florian Lejeune. Yeah, that you'd say remains the case. Yeah, I think you've seen at Hibs when the teams came in, he got pulled over one side by Steve Bruce, and he told told him that he had no chance of going to Bristol City. Um, but then again, you know, on deadline day, if someone comes in with huge bids. Mike Ashley's usually the type of bloke who'll, who'll accept it and then you in the situation Steve Bruce will be in and he'll be like oh will I get the money in January and he'll be like yeah of course you will but will you that's the that's what, what deadline day is it's a dangerous one and I'm pretty sure Steve Bruce is looking forward to that clock going one minute past five he did say he was keen not to be busy on yeah. deadline day the other person who does look like he's probably going to leave um, on loan is Jacob Murphy, potentially back to Steve Bruce's old club, Sheffield Wednesday. Again, he just seems like a player that just needs a bit of game time. Have a good season. He's still young enough to come back and, and turn it around, you think, next season? Yeah, I mean, one one thing Steve Bruce has got is is lots of different options. Um, Jacob Murphy really hasn't... Hasn't done it for Newcastle since coming in from Norwich. We've seen little bits and pieces, um, and we thought that he would come back stronger from the West Brom loan experience. But in pre-season, he's he's almost been. I mean, he's played in all five games, but 
he's just been overtaken by others. Even Rolando Aaron's has you know come back in uh, from almost a point where he thought his career was over, and he's, he's actually probably overtaken Jacob Murphy. And at Rolando Aaron's could be handed a squad number on um, Thursday or Friday or whenever that day is, and he will uh, have overtaken Murphy in a short space of time. Matty Longstaff obviously scored to Netian, um, following in his brother's footsteps. Uh, you know, brilliant little story there. Steve Bruce kind of suggested that he might keep him in the first team squad to learn off the players, but we saw with uh, Sean when he went to Blackpool just how much that was beneficial. You know, he came on leaps and bounds mm. with with a full season under his belt. You're feeling on that. You're quite close to to, to, to that camp. You know that you know the family well. I mean, is is there an urge to get out there and play competitive first team football? Well, I think there is, but there's also the recent example of what happened to Sean, as you say, last year. Wanted to go to Portsmouth. Bag was packed. Desperate to go. Rafa said, "No, I'm keeping you here." Um, you know, from August right through to Christmas time, he didn't. He hardly played. He obviously got a game in the cup against Nottingham Forest but you know Premier League wise he didn't get much of a look in but when injuries came in he he stepped on the pitch and he'd done unbelievable until he was injured himself so I think Matty Longstaff he probably in an ideal world you would get him out on loan and you would get those that were talking about Jamie Sterry a few minutes ago he didn't he wasn't able to do that and if things go wrong you need that CV to back up to get a move. I don't think Matty Longstaff is going to ultimately have that that same problem, but you need that experience. But by the same token, he stepped on the pitch like a seasoned pro the other day. Two touches and it's in the back of the net off the crossbar. I think I know both players really well. I know they've, they've got bags and bags of ability. I think it wouldn't be the worst thing if he stays. And he can also play in different positions of course he can play right back he can play left back he can go at number 10 he can play deep he's a very talented young man and Newcastle United are lucky to have him because both brothers at one point they were potentially going to let them go on a free which would have been a complete travesty but thankfully they've got them they've got them tied down on contracts they probably need to give Sean Longstaff a reward for last season as well get him bumped up a bit uh, but Ultimately, both those brothers, as well, you heard Steve Bruce himself the other day in the press conference, they're full of life and you need players like that around. And there you have it. Well, this has been the Everything is Black and White podcast. Please keep up to date with all the latest Newcastle United news over on our website at chroniclive.co.uk. Mm-hmm.